0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep? Trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep with Me podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do. I think attempt sounds better. I don't know if that's because it's two syllables or just because attempt, what I'm going to try to do, I just got distracted, like, uh, so hopefully I'll come back to that distraction to distract, double distractions. Now I'm distracted by double distractions. What I'm going to try to do, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake. I'm, I'm crossing both of my fingers, sets of my fingers to try to remember to come back to those things. Don't worry. Uh, but like, I want to take your mind off of stuff. If if you're thinking, if you're up thinking and that's keeping you awake, if it's a physical thing that's keeping you awake, if it's something emotionally you're dealing with, uh, if it's something like a uh, temporary, like travel or a cold or a, your partner's got his stuff, he knows. So their snore is weird. Like you say, well, that's their normal. This is a departure from their normal snore. You know, whatever it is, could be a lot of things. I hear from a lot of listeners going through a lot of different stuff, and I feel for you. I, I make that show, this show, like uh, because uh, as opposed to that show, uh, the I feel for you show, I I, 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 did, I didn't make that one, uh, but I make this show because I've been there, lying there. Uh, tossing and turning in the safe places that i send my voice across the deep dark night i use a uh, lowing soothing creaky dulcet tones i glide on wings of pointlessness double distractions uh much like the show i the beloved tv show is of my childhood double dare Uh, There's not really, double dare is a very strong word for this podcast, but I would say like a mild, like a, I don't know what's a mild version of a double dare, Uh, a double doll, double dare, double doll, a double doll, I guess, but a dare, it is something like, there's usually two propositions. Well, that's also a strong word. Uh two optional things they tell you about this podcast. If you're new here, one, you're welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, but here's the two things. This would be if if this was if this was a podcast that used words like double dare and uh, double dare. A podcaster they could enunciate like Mark Summers used to, double dare. Uh the double dare would be you don't really have to listen to me. You can kind of listen. Uh, because the whole idea of the podcast is it takes your mind off of stuff, uh, whatever's been keeping you awake. Uh, but you like you don't feel the pressure to listen, so you say, Well, I like, kind of is he what is he going to go back to? What was he talking about before Double Dare? Will he remember that he was talking about dual distractions or something? And once I get into the dual distractions, which you have to do with the remembering stuff, which isn't my strong suit, uh. Like, you'll be like, well, he is talking, and he's kind of, he'd say mildly funny, he's putting it strongly in his situation, but it's something like a, a mediocrity, not mediocrity, and I'd say, hey, let me throw your word here, tepid. I'd say tepid humor, you could say that. You could say lukewarm humor, thank you. Wow, that was really neutral. Who would have thought in a situation this podcast that lukewarm is more neutral than tepid? The podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, so that's a double dare one. The double part though is that also even though this is a podcast to put you to sleep, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Because uh, I've had a lifetime of shoulds even around bedtime. Well, you should do the. Why can't you sleep? Well, you're not either. You're not doing it right. And you say, "Okay, wait a second. I'm sorry. What do you mean I'm not doing it right? Well, do you do you have a pillow between your knees?" No, no no, I can't sleep because I keep thinking about this stuff, and I can't get it off my mind and then leah well, you you need a pillow between your knees. That's why I can't sleep. You're doing it wrong you should you should have a pillow between your knees, and also, do you have a crossbreed? of course, I have crossbreed. What do you think I, I was born last week? I, that it's just should so I don't know if you ever have conversations around sleep like that, but it can be frustrating. And that's why, I mean, I mean, and if you put me down and you said, how does this podcast work? I'd tell you, geez, I don't really know. Uh, but I know one thing that kind of works about it is that you you don't need to fall, like you're under no pressure to fall asleep, fall asleep when you feel like it. Uh, this podcast, you know, it doesn't have to work quick for you. I'll be here an hour. And the reason I, you know, I really work hard to make this show because I care and because I think the hard work is part of the, what works. But I think also... Uh, The fact that I'll be here for an hour, you know, then you say, well, I got an hour. I don't like you you just just chill if you chill. Uh, But you don't have you don't even have to chill. You don't not only are you under no price, it's a triple dare or like a a double dare bonus round. You know, also don't need don't need to chill. So you don't need to listen to me. Yeah, but so so you say okay? Wait a second. So this is a podcast, right? Podcasts are things you're supposed to listen to. Yeah, but not this one. You you don't, you don't really need to listen totally. And okay, so then you you make a sleep podcast, so it should put me to sleep, right? Well, yeah, it could. It, it may put you to sleep, but you don't need any. It's you're under no pressure to fall asleep. And also, you did you just pronounce "fall" instead of "fall"? I think I did. Like when I tried to say "double" there. I've told you before, sometimes my mouth has Novocaine flashbacks, right? When I'm in the middle of talking, just hear that, right? That wasn't even on purpose when I said middle. So uh, what I was going to talk about, though, if you'll indulge me. Oh, let me explain, if you're new here, the the, uh, structure of the show. Uh, So the first five minutes of the show are what enabled us to make it. So we talk about our sponsors or patrons that support the show and everyone that works on the show. Uh, the hard work, uh, some work free that goes into keeping the show on the air. Uh, then we're about seven minutes into an intro. That's usually between uh, 10 to 12, 14 minutes. Uh, and, you know, I don't want to throw any numbers around because, like, you know, I'm inaccurate anyway. So it could be anywhere from 1% to 99% of listeners fall asleep during the intro. Uh, then after the intro, we'll have a story time. Tonight will be Doll Stories, uh, so it'll be a, yeah episodic, uh, part of our episodic series. And then we'll cap it off with some thank yous and some goodnights. So you could fall asleep, you know, you could stop listening at any point. You could fall asleep at any point, but if you can't, I'll be here. And uh, oh, what was I going to say? Like, like it, Right when I started the intro, I was trying to remember uh, the name of one of my old landlord's pets. And it was such a fuzzy, nice pet. And I, because I had seen my, my, we went to my old roommate Ann's show, Annie, and with Natalie, and, and the three of us used to all live together with Bob and Patty. And that was in the e- e- relay races in East LA episode. But, uh, and we're really, like, what was the name of that sweet, sweet pet uh, that our landlord used to have? She had two of these pets. And they were mammals, furry mammals. I don't, you know, I want to, you can create your own pet in your own mind. You know, they were the cutest, whatever you like. they were they're one of the real fuz fuzzy ones. But this and this one had a, a real intense personality, and I couldn't remember the name of it. And then for some reason, my brain decided right when I started the podcast intro, it said, "Huh, let me try to remember that dog's name," and. So that was like a, distract, I say, what did I say, a double distraction? Then I got distracted by Double Dare, which is a true, also if you're uh, not between 35 and 45, Double Dare uh, was a TV show on Nickelodeon, which I guess I would have, that was like a kid's TV network uh, before, like, uh, I think they still have a channel, uh. And it was a game show for kids, and it was great. And I think the whole purpose of the game show was, uh, it was like obstacle courses, and it was it uh, was a huge part of my childhood. I did meet, I did know two people that went on Double Dare and one. I think they won a trip to Disney World, uh, John and I don't know the other young man's name. Actually, John might have had a locker next to mine in high school. He was real nice, uh, don't remember really, like, uh, he, he always had a Levi's jean jacket. Maybe it's just middle school. Uh, but so what's was my point? Oh, welcome to sleep with me. The podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story, double, double distractions, but uh, like, so I can't remember that animal's name. Um, I don't know, but, but I was more wondering why he just decided to come up right when I was trying to do the podcast, uh, intro. So if you're new here, I think we covered it. I mean, <laughs> covered it in goo that ran right out of my ears. Uh, but so this is a podcast to put you to sleep. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I, you know, ideally, I put you at ease. And like, if you don't like the podcast, like, give it a couple of tries. Not every, it doesn't work for everybody and uh like i guess i'm like cilantro or something like the people that have a, dis- a taste for this podcast it's pretty w- well worn and you shouldn't feel bad about that i mean you don't have to reach out and, and get a hold of me and let me know how much you do but but uh you know for most most people that this podcast works for you I, I want you to feel at home i want you to feel a little lightness around bedtime or i'd like to i guess I, oh boy i'm getting right into those shoulds holy mark summers uh how about like I don't know? I wonder what Mark Summers is up to. He always seemed really nice, and always on Double Dare to, to 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 go back to the distraction. They would they were big on pouring green slime on you. Also, there was a like a sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon. I think before Double Dare, where that would happen. Whose line is it anyway? No, that's the what. That's a, never mind, I, I don't know why that popped in my That's a, a modern improv TV show. Wonderful uh, Colin Mockery, Jeff B. Davis, and uh, Ryan Stiles, I think, are all on there. I don't know what that Nickelodeon sketch comedy show was called. It was like kids doing sketch comedy, maybe. Or maybe that's just the way my, my memory remembers it. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Like Like, I'm glad you're here. Like, I'm going to ramble. I'm going to mutter. Uh, and I'm gonna try to like uh, like be, keep you company uh, at the foot of your bed here, you know, at a safe distance, uh, because I I know what it's like to to be up tossing and turning. I really would love to help you fall asleep. I appreciate your time, and uh, like I said, I really yearn and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, what we do with a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, Whether it's thinking, feeling... Uh, physical stuff uh, and noises in your bedroom, noises outside of your room, travel, changes in routine, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to try to distract you, that's a safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to use these uh, slow are these, I don't know if these are slow cooked uh, I, I think half baked is a way to describe the way my brain quarter baked probably you know, because now these places have a half-baked pizza. Like, so now half-baked isn't as, like, uh, you'd say quarter-baked, uh, but barely defrosted. I guess, thank you. My brain just chimed in and said, well, I don't know. I'm not feeling any but barely defrosted brain. Thank you. I don't know if my brain realized the irony that it's uh, pointing itself out. But, uh, so, yeah, I'm not half-baked. I'm barely defrosted. Probably, I mean, that's definitely my emotional makeup, Say, well, when are you, well, at the holidays, I'm barely defrosted, uh, Rest of the time, you know, you could probably figure it out. Oh, but if you're new here, welcome. So I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's given you wake I'm in a semi voice, creaky, dulcet tones, barely defrosted brain, a oh, really, I mean, a sense of warm welcome because I'm glad you're here. The reason I make a podcast and where it comes from is my inability to sleep. And, uh, The fact that listening to the radio would take my mind off of that when I was a kid. And I can never forget what it was like lying there, staring at the ceiling, you know, thinking and and analyzing and tossing and turning. and just kind of, I mean, this isn't to stir anything up, but just to be stuck in that misery. But then also have this valve to escape listening to like comedy radio and Dr. Demento. And the goal of the podcast is kind of something in between those two things. But it starts with uh, that I want you to feel welcome. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, my, for my voice tonight is particularly creaky and dulcet. But uh, uh, let's see. We're, we're, I'm, I'm not trying to figure out where. Like I just somebody just texted me a picture of me from like 1999. And I don't think this reflects how I feel about how I look now. But when I looked at that picture, I said, Jesus, so that was like, whatever, 20, 2009, whatever, 15 years ago or more. I don't know. But I said, man, I look older then than I do now. So you know, I don't think that I said, holy moly. Um, but I'm glad you're here. So, so I don't know if that's why I'm distracted. But usually, so tonight, let me set this up. If you're new here. Here's the structure of our Sunday night show. So we do five minutes of business to pay the bills so we can make this podcast and keep it out free. And by supporting the sponsors or supporting the show, you know, you keep it free. And you keep all the archives out there. And then all the people that help out on the show, we give them credit. Uh, Then we're in the middle or the beginning of like an intro. Usually these intros are about 12 to 14 minutes. And most people, like, uh, some people fall asleep during the intro, Some a few people skip the intro. Uh, Some people, this is your way to ease into the podcast and say, okay, like, uh, also when I'm most likely to, you know, reveal, you know, little quirks about myself like that I'm barely defrosted. Uh, Then we'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation for about 45 minutes to an hour, and then or the whole episode will be about, so about 45 minutes, then we do about five, ten minutes of thank yous. And the whole idea why we do that is like, uh, so you're you're under no pressure to listen to me, so I guess you can kind of tune into, but you don't have to pay attention to. It'll be there, uh, but you shouldn't be gripping, or or you're like, I can't miss another second of Scooter talking about... uh, yeah, uh, old pictures of himself. Uh, yeah, it was old picture of me, and I had—I don't even know what I was thinking with the—my. Uh, it before. It was when I was in fur denial, and I was still grew my bangs along, trying to find a haircut that would look normal on me instead of just buzzing it. it was when I—I I don't know—I had the delusion of youth. Yeah, uh, but so if you're anyway, back to you, listener. So then I'll talk. Like uh, the other thing about the podcast is it's a, at least an hour. So you're not under any pressure to fall asleep either. The podcast will be here. I'll be rambling about Star Trek, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, taking slow, easy meanders, fixating on details that are inane at best. Uh, but I do like to do like a, like a quote from the episode. And, uh, this one comes in from Picard's daughter of all people. She says, you've taught me to pursue the truth, uh, no matter how tough it is. Uh, And then Picard says back to her, uh, seize the time, Mirabore. live now, make now always the most precious time. Now will never come again. And it's like a lot of our quotes from Jean-Luc. When it's coming from Jean-Luc in context, that makes a lot of sense. You know, live now, carpe diem. But at bedtime or I guess like no carpe diem after 6 p.m. I'd probably say maybe seven o'clock should be carpe cutoff time. Cause it's like when you, that's the kind of stuff that for me comes up once I'm in bed and I say, okay, I think I'm comfortable. It's this, this thing says, well, geez, you didn't really seize the day today, did you? And then another part of me would be like, seize the day. He barely, he was barely present in the day. And then some Zen like part of me would probably be like, uh, if only you were more Zen today, you would have been, if you could, could only be more mindful. And they said, well, actually, I'm trying to be mindful right now. I'm trying to go to sleep. Be my, could you, other brain parts, be mindful that I'm trying to seize my pillow and, you know, snoozes? You know, just snooze. I want to be drooling into this pillow soon. And I said, well, geez, I guess, well, and then I said, well, I guess he's not going to be living now, like uh, whatever they call, you know, all the other slogans that have to do with that kind of lifestyle, FOMO or whatever, or YOLO. Or, and I said, no, 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 no. I'm trying to go to bed. I don't need any FOMO or LO. Low, low. I mean, ideally, I'd picture J, you know, I could just picture J lo or something and then drift off into her heavenly eyes. Uh, but yeah, like, and they say, okay, well, you, you so you're not, so tomorrow, okay, but before you go to sleep, could we talk about you seizing the day tomorrow? Oh, yeah, can we talk? Can we cover mindful? Can we do? Can we talk about? Do you think if we shame you tonight, you'll be more motivated to be mindful tomorrow? I don't think. I think you've been trying that for like thirty. That it, it, it hasn't worked so far. Shame mindfulness through shame. It's a book that we drew I don't take it to sell a copy, and so I don't know if anybody that's listening can relate to anything like that or it could be just something like similar like your're like going on with uh, your partner or your body or your cat. It says well, as soon as they get comfortable, I like to make start making slurpy sounds. That's another thing. i say oh can you can you take a bath any time before eleven p m please I know dogs tongue bath themselves loudly, but could you do it when I'm not at the house? Because I do like uh, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I got this frickin' faux Zen master in my head saying, "Well, geez, if you weren't worthless, you'd be able to be mindful." I say, "Well, thank you." What What school of Zen are you exactly? Because are are you a Taoist? Because uh, I feel like it. If I feel like uh, I don't know, I feel like I wish I had to, like a comeback for that, but. Uh, like, they uh, don't have anything to say about that. So could, could you stop, please, taking a bath? And and also could the rest So So here's where the podcast comes in. And I say, hey, like, because uh, in that situation, I mean, that was about me, right? And my big ego that I was like such a non-day Caesar uh, that, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's like a narrative, a story about myself and myself where it's tied to if I would have and mindful and, you know, zesty or whatever the hell you call it during the day, or if I could do that tomorrow, everything would be great. Uh, But the truth of the matter is it's bedtime. And the other truth is, like, you should take the pressure off because it's really hard to – those voices are, uh, you know, well-worn. And uh, so to distract yourself from voices you're already familiar with is kind of tough. But in this case, I come in – and you know my, my you know my issues are my issues. So You say, well, you, I could listen to Scoot's issues. He also has a lot of issues. Not only does he have lack of FOMO, and you know, ne, ne, like he's YOLO V-I-R-G-I-N. Never, you only live once. Uh, I don't think those two things connect to each other, brain. But uh, oh, my brain just said yes, they did. My mic doesn't pick up on it, so I have to. Um, but so. You could listen to me, and then, like, after that, I'll just be describing, like, basic, like, non-impactful stuff on Star Trek tonight. And it's also a track, and it's also a story, and, and it can kind of carry you off. But then you'll also realize, well, I'm not really invested in this, and it doesn't really have to do with tomorrow or the past or the present. It's just kind of scoots uh, in this creaky dull and I'm here for you. The reason I make the podcast, like I said, is I've been there. And if I can distract you, it, it it helps me. I mean, it doesn't quiet those freaking voices in my head, but it gives you know it gives me hope. Uh, and it says it, maybe it does quiet them a little bit. I say, hey, come on, come on in. I will give you a little. Let's just. What if we all snuggle up here, and instead of yoloing, we'll just picture J Lo's eyes, you know, floating. I say, well, says, that's not bad. I say, yeah, go ahead and look into her eyes. She's. Uh, She's. It's also Artemis. Like, wow, really? So you know, I can do some some self soothing, but like this is different than that. It's just a podcast to distract you. And ideally, at some point, you kind of tune me out and you just cross over that threshold from wake to sleep. Now, the show doesn't work for everybody, but I do recommend, and most even people that write reviews say, give it a few tries. uh I mean, this, there's no pressure, no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to even like this podcast or like me. Uh, you know, it's just an offering for you to try, and I hope it works for you because I've been through it. I've been in that rigmarole. So I appreciate you listening to the show. If you're skeptical, totally get it. And what I really want to say is I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope I really yearn, and I really work hard to try to help you fall asleep, uh, so uh, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, stuff on your mind, feelings, whether they're physical feelings or, or physical sensations or emotional feelings. You know, if anything's stirred up, if, if something from the past, present, or future, it could be inside your house or it could be outside, you know, it could be just like a, some something, you could be traveling, whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of it. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set that stuff aside. I may, I may have already said that restating is another tech technique I use on this podcast, but the way I'm going to create this is a safe place is one. You're welcome here. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm going to do my best to treat you with dignity and respect. And, uh, like take, well, I guess, yeah, I'm going to do, I uh, do my best to treat you by day with dignity and respect by, uh, like, by what seems like incompetence, uh, I'm competently incompetent. If you catch my, if you've been around here, you know exactly what you're talking about. If you listen for four more minutes and you're new, you'll say, I know, I think I know what he's talking about already. Uh, but what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones and like i go on some tangents, uh, meanders pauses uh you know extra work whatever that I just you just hear that that wasn't planned what i think that was like to 14 seconds kind of like like an old car i have a mouth like an old car and yeah in one part of my brain said sure smells like it i said thanks brain it was that walder walder waldorf and Sadler for, for the muppets uh or a peanut gallery—they've been—it's been called that. Uh, the internet might even just say, say that. Uh, like parts of my brain that feel the need to comment on everything and uh, say, "Did you just say my breath smells like an old car?" I did because it. Okay. Well, anyway, let me. I thought I was trying to craft a metaphor. Oh, yeah, They're they're still talking to me, and this is—you might think this is—but this is really happening. And they say. Yeah, it does sound like a car, like a real old car that won't start. And I say, yeah, that's what my that's what my voice does sound. Now they're perpetuating it because as I'm misstarting, I don't know. I do. I, I'm not ashamed of it, though. My voice has a feature. It, my I think it's more my brain. To be honest with you, not to you know not to throw around uh, you know chicken before the egg type things, but I think it's more my brain. It's like. Uh, or maybe my brain is the ignition or the battery. Battery's dead. That's just another part of my brain. Oh man! You see, can you get could you get Twitter accounts for each part of your brain that uh, does? They say, well, don't know. They those people already. Okay, can I? So I'm trying to get through this. get out of this. I, I just got caught in. So I don't know if this happens to anybody at bedtime, where you get in bed. You turn out the lights. You get comfortable. Maybe you've, like, rubbed some foot balm on. Maybe you put some balm on your elbows or behind the legs. Maybe you did some meditating or some, journey. you know, you set the mood. And you maybe you burned some, like, uh, what is that, essential, I guess, you know, you infuse, you diffuse it. You don't infuse it. Maybe that's, I've been doing that wrong all along, too. I've been infusing instead of defusing. Um, so I wish I had a pencil. I'd write that. They said, oh, that's what it is. That's why when I went to the doctor, they said, your oil count is through the roof. And he said, also, you, when you sweat, you smell like pepper. I said, that's eucalyptus and peppermint, doc, not just peppermint. And he said, I don't, I don't think that could be good for you. And I said, when did your doctors, when did the doctors start taking oil count? And he said, well, as soon as you stopped going to a real doctor and just go to the imaginary. And he said, oh, thanks. So anyway, I get up. So if you're new here, this is a podcast to take your mind off of stuff. It's a little bit silly. And there is something different about me. There is something off. Like, like I think if we talk about it in a neutral sense. I mean, I had like, let's neutralize this. I'm going to say it, but it's neutral. There is something wrong with me. I mean, and I think this is one like, I talk about sometimes, sometimes what used to be a liability can become an asset. Oh boy, you should have heard the uh, Waldorf and Stadlers in my brain. As soon as they said asset, they started improving still about me and my lack of assets or too much ass, you know. But like there, the reason this podcast works, part of it is like there was something. When when I think something goes awry, clearly, if you've been here, I'm demonstrating this by accident once again. And in a boardroom, I mean, I've I don't know if I've been in a boardroom with board members, but I, I mean, I've been in a boardroom to vacuum. Uh, to break, you know, to breakdance, you know, to do what, like, I, I do like to go in boardrooms and breakdance on the, you know, the conference table. Yes, sometimes, it, like, let's not describe that, but I, I, yeah, I like to do the spin on my back. And I can't do a windmill, but it, and I can't do the worm or the whatever they call that. I guess the only thing I can do is spin on my back, and then I do the Alfonso Ribeiro where I go to my elbow and I put my chin on my elbow and I try to do something with my knees, like imposing for a pitcher. Usually, at some point, my momentum takes me off the table, but since there's no board members in there, it doesn't mean it's no, you know, neither here nor there. And I think for the board members, you do get, you know, I do put a little shine, a little shine and a shine, probably some shine and some shinola. I don't know what shinola is, but, I, you know, I buff that table. I mean, that's like some of the beats I'll get good, but I'm buff it. I'm not allowed to sing because it wakes people up, but you know, buff the table, buff the table. And that, that's maybe what I start chanting when I'm in the board. So if you are a board member and your table's extra slippery, pr- probably I was in there within the last 12 hours, uh, yeah, sleep, what happened to Scoots? What happened to that sleep with me? Pat, guess, well, he tried to do a boardroom breakdance tour. And obviously, you know that didn't work out. He, everyone knew that, but him. I don't know. How about would? I guess it was just the reason it failed was because it was a miss. The midnight. If we added midnight boardroom breakdance tour, that one would work. Oh, that's what Drake's new album's called. Oh man, Drake's always getting a good good ideas for me. Well, that's good because he's talented. So I mean, and I'm not saying if it's so like a. Uh, Sometimes you're good at, sometimes, like I said, your liabilities become assets. Sometimes your asinine ideas in the hands of talented people become great. So I don't mind that one bit, except when he goes to, like, the only thing I mind is when he goes to Warrior Games and hangs with Steph and Ayesha Curry, and then they go to the burger place that's right by my apartment, and they don't call me. That's when, like, like, uh. But all I do is I shed, what I do, like, a little self-soothing move if you have access to a boardroom, which everyone does. I mean, not within the limits of the law, but you can still, you could, you, know, you could figure it out. But this is a good self-soothing. Cry on a boardroom table, then breakdance on it. That's what I do is I shed my tears for Drake not calling me on my pod phone. Yeah, you used to call me on my pod phone to go to In-N-Out Burger, but now I go there alone, Drake. Like, I don't want to start a feud about this because uh, I'm not feud, you know, I'm not feud-worthy. Also, this isn't feudable. But it's it's irrefutable that this is fe- feud, like, uh, I mean, that's all I need to do. I don't know, maybe this could be, maybe, what do you think about doing imaginary Drake within my brain? Do you think you could do... And could we get a, a, a track featuring Alfonso Ribeiro? Oh, and Will Smith. I think there might be a producer in my brain. Maybe, it's probably the wires I crossed with some radio station Elf- featuring boardroom breaking something. Okay, we're close there. Now we just need a beat and we need Drake. And, and, and then Will Smith's going to be tough to get. What about one of those other, like the, the you know, I mean, Malcolm Jamal Warner's been great, everything I've seen him in in the last couple of years. So, you know, he should probably stick to, yeah, you're right. Uh, so Al, Alfonso Ribeiro, maybe just like, uh, okay, we'll talk about it later. Uh, the producer within my brain just canceled the meeting I had with her. But uh, so there's, the, the, so, well, so, oh, oh, I was in the middle of a podcast intro. I was talking about crying on boardroom tables and breakdancing on them. And I think that was an attempt to explain the podcast because, oh, I guess because I, I don't know how that was a tangent, I guess. But uh sometimes when you get in bed, uh, for me, it can feel like there's a boardroom of, like, uh criticizers or, like, everybody has a comment. Why do you talk so strange? And then I say, okay, well, I'm just doing my best. To so the idea of this podcast is sleep with me. One, I want to make you feel welcome. Two, and this doesn't take very, this part doesn't take any very much work. But, but I want to make it clear you don't need to listen to me, which usually is made apparent around eight minutes into the intro, which we're about eleven minutes in. So you probably figured that out now. Uh, three, this is a podcast to put you to sleep, but you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. The shows are about an hour. And the structure is we open with about five minutes of stuff to pay the bills and give out credit for people that work on the show. Uh, Then there's a 12-minute intro or so, which we're just on the tail end of. And then there's the story portion of the show, and then it concludes with some thanks and some good nights. So if you're listening, you could just kick back, and you can kind of listen to me, and you could say, uh, I mean, a lot of you, I'm sure, between the ages of... uh, 31 and 17, and uh, what do we say? 52 and 75 might be like Alfonso. Was who's this Alfonso Ribeiro? And I'd say, don't you know, a da- I'd say dashing break dancer. Like, is that how about I just you substitute that? It's in the dictionary, I think it's in the 1982 uh, Alfonso Ribeiro break dancing. Total package, total platinum package that I purchased with the Alfonso Ribeiro Breaking Dictionary uh, next to a Devastatingly Handsome Alfonso Ribeiro, Charming Break Dancer, da- oh, Dashing Charming Break Dancer, Alfonso Ribeiro. So just substitute whatever that means in your mind. If you can't picture Alfonso Ribeiro, just picture a dashing. I forgot. Uh, Lake, Lake of a break, break dancer, dashing, suave, and future future uh, featuring on a track by Drake about crying on boardroom tables and breakdancing on them. Uh, so, uh, so if there is boardroom in your brain, I mean, mine seems to be malfunctioning as it always does. Oh, so so I'll be here to to, to entertain those parts of your brain. Uh, to distract you from their voices, from the stories they're telling you. And I'll do it for like an hour. So at any point, you could just stop listening to me. Ideally, all those critical parts of your brain, or, you know, they might be relatable. Maybe it's something else for you. They keep listening to me. And the reason I make the show is because, like, like I've been there. It, like, either over overthinking or something else keeping me awake. Uh, from when I was a kid to when I was an adult, uh, on and off now. So I know what it's like to lie there and be frustrated, and I'd love to help you. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, Give it a few tries if you're new here. Like, I tend to grow on some people. Uh, If you don't like the show, I'm, I'm sorry, you could email me. I try to give you some other ideas of other stuff that might help you. But I always say this uh, because I mean it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really work hard and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. All right, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. So, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, like physical feelings, emotional, uh, feel, I guess those are feelings too, sensations, uh, inside noise, anything inside or outside, changes in whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, Whatever it is, if it's something like that or it's something, you know, that you've emailed me about or that you're just sitting there, you know, it could just be a situation, just tonight's a tough going. Whatever is keeping you awake, I would like to take your mind off of that. So I'm going to create a safe place. And here's the thing about the safe place. You're, you're welcome to be here. I'm glad you're here. And I've carved out the safe place. There's room for everyone here. And there's plenty of space for you to take a deep breath and say, kind of like when people say home away from home, that's something I'm going for for the podcast. And more, well, I guess home can, you know, maybe not, maybe like uh uh home away from home that's really nothing like my home, you know, my home, uh, whatever, you know, whatever, whoever, Tom Hardy, whoever, whoever wants to write about it. Not like that home at the holidays. More like, the, the, you know, the idea... So, a place where you could say, Ooh, I'm glad you're... Because I, I guess like a commercial, but this is somewhat real, where you, can, where you say, I'm glad you're here. Kind of like, uh, I always, like, uh, I don't do a lot of, uh, like, a, I don't actually consume a lot of Country Time lemonade, but for me, there's something about the... Uh, is it iconic or archetypal? We get those two things mixed up. I get my okay. icon. see say, is that in my icon? Because I got a pile of both. I say, what is that? Where's my Country Time Lemonade material? Is it in my archetype pile or my icon pile? And then some part of me say, no, it's in, your, it's in the nostalgia bath. And I say, well, I don't know. Can it be in the nostalgia bath if it's current? I say it's country old fa Oh, it's old fashioned lemonade. That's where I put it in the nostalgia bath. And where's my where's my where did I put my nostalgia bath? Don't don't tell me it's on uh, you know reminiscence lane. It did. But where's reminiscence lane? I've never been able to. I've been trying to get back there for so long. Could you give me? Do we have a map? Oh, just sit down and fit my, pour myself a glass of uh, a country time lemonade. You know, to be honest, I'm I can't even move. I'm in a pucker. I'm in a puckery mood. I could go for that country time pink lemonade. Though I'm still not like I don't know how you turn a pink. It makes me pucker more. But I guess that's alliteration for you. It does. It does something. I can feel it in my mouth already. It it, it has good mouthfeel. It has. It's more tactile than the regular. Well, no, I'm no, I'm no, who am I talking to, by the way? I, I'm no lemonade critic, but I'm, I'm, uh, no, I don't even, wouldn't even call myself a lemonade enthusiast. Well, I thought I was doing a podcast intro. Now I feel like I'm in an interview. Oh, I am in an interview. This isn't like a, uh, oh, long form audio story about Country Time Lemonade, like, oh, in an autobiographical, uh, uh, personal essay fashion. Am I, can I be? Could I be on a? Am I on a, a porch swing? Oh, excellent! I feel like I'm swinging now. You know, believe it or not, this is the kind of a feel I try to craft for my podcast. Swinging on this swing, the air, that perfect lemonade temperature. Oh, the clink of the ice in the glass, the condensation. Still, unfortunately, even though this is like a, like to- total totem action, it's still yellow the lemonade. It's a cloudy yellow, but I thought I had requested pink lemonade. Okay, could you could you send Wilford Brimley over here, please, with a glass of pink lemonade? What do you mean, Mister Mister Brim- Mr. Brimley's not here? T- could you send Mister Brimley's assistant over here with? the No, they're busy. Well, I'll just give a couple. It doesn't matter because I'm on a am on the swing here. Actually, could you, are you in? Are you a producer of this delusion? Because I would love an assistant. I have a nostalgia bath that I seem to misplaced. Also, I had to, I, I'm pretty sure I left it on uh, uh Reminiscence Lane. No, that no. It's not a good time. That's why you're a producer, and it's not a good time for penny lane jokes. No. As a matter of fact, like Penny Loafer Lane, I think is like I think it's Penny Loafer Court. That is off a of nostalgia lane. No, 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 the reminiscence lane. But that's Penny Loafer Lane. It's a totally different. Uh, the other one's a song. Uh. A roundabout? No, I don't think that's around. I think there is a Beatles roundabout, though. So that might be, and you're just going around. Once you start on that road, you're going around in circles, as they say. Couldn't you send Mr. I think Mr. Brimley would have laughed at that pun. Uh, oh, Mr. Brimley remembers like an episode in the early 100s when I made that episode about Mr. Brimley. Oh, he's not happy. I did, okay. Okay. I, I, you know, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro, so I've kind of got to get back to my audience. Sorry about this, folks. Believe it or not, I caught in a little uh, uh, discussion with uh, some sort of uh, producer. And I, I think I was in the middle. I think I was doing like some sort of... Uh, I don't know what was happening. I, I, maybe... I uh, had too much lemonade this, this week. Uh, Country time lemonade. Lemonade, I drank too much of. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Don't... Uh, I also, I wasn't saying... I was saying... Gun, I, sometimes I use a silent G. It sounds like a C. Country time lemonade. It's a, it's a version of lemonade I make. Uh, like, uh, I think... Uh, it's uh, a pretend I'm a Gungan. I think this isn't that what Jar Jar Banks was. And uh, so don't worry. It has nothing to do with anything. And I did not say Wilford. Anyway, I've got a podcast intro. Sorry, folks, if you're new here. Oof, um, These things kind of happen. So the podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. Clearly, you don't need to take me seriously. I try. I guess my goal there when I took that uh, um, side street was to express the uh, uh, was to let you know that the whole idea of the podcast is to kind of create a feel like Gundry time lemonade, where you feel like you're in that place where you're on that swing. You can take it. I think I was trying to do that, but I think that well, for someone that works for Wilford Brimley, keeps interrupting me is the thing. And you're on that, oh, who's Wilford Brimley? Sorry, anyone, that's, uh, uh Wilfred Brimley was a great, great, one of the greatest, I'm saying this loud enough, just in case Wilfred Brimley could also hear me, and I can explain it to those of you. Wilfred Brimley was an archetype, maybe we could just squeeze in, maybe I could do, uh, like, uh, we could sell this to the Brimley, uh, the Brimley story. Is he, is it Wilfred R. Brimley? Okay, he just went off in a huff, so I could tell you. Wolfer Brimley, I, I'm not sure if, again, just like the lemonade. I don't know if he's an archetype, and icon. I do know once, I don't want it to like, uh, sound too, like he was cited for bathing in nostalgia uh, for profit, because I think that's what the whole, like, one country time lemonade. Oh, no, that was fan fiction. Sorry. Uh, that was a fake country time lemonade ad I wrote where he was bathing in lemonade. And uh, I did hand deliver that to uh, uh, whatever the uh, you know Ball Bearings Incorporated or whoever owns that lemonade company. And he uh, said, "Yeah, this, he said like uh, he said it's a symbol. He's bathing in nostalgia, but we'll just say it's lemonade." They didn't. They didn't go for it. So, Wilford Brimley is like a, a, a actor, the charm, a charming older adult actor uh, that, that symbolized uh, goodwill and uh, broom, what are those called, handle broom mustaches or whatever they are. He usually would, he looked sharp in a, uh, like a hat and uh, suspenders. You like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to do, get this somehow. So, anyway, if you're new here, don't worry about it. You, like, clearly... If you don't know who Wilford Brimley is, you don't need to. He's just a charming old man. Older man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Say, <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, sorry. A charming older adult uh, who wears suspenders. Usually seersucker. I, I picture him in seersucker drinking lemonade uh, on a country time swing. Then taking off the suit and getting into a bath of lemonade. With one of those long brushes, you know, like the cartoons have to, to scrub his back. And saying, this is great. Uh, no, of course he wouldn't drink the lemonade he's bathing in. The producer just came and asked me. No, he, he would take it and pour it over his head, of course. And then run his hands through his hair. And then shake his hair like that. Yeah, oh, that's dreamy. Like, a, no, no, no. that can't. They kind of lemonade dreamy. Okay, so I got it. I really got to pull this. So if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. I think I probably accomplished that. Now, uh, I probably also accomplished. I say, there's, there's something not right about this kid making this podcast. I say, yep, you got that. You're very, you're very insightful. So it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff. So I will, uh, I will make a what, what is it, a gamble that the whole time I was talking about lemonade and Brimley, you may have been picturing some nice stuff as opposed to what was keeping you awake, and that's the whole goal. The goal of this show. And but then you say you you say okay you did take me but I still don't know what you're talking about and I say right it, it, right that's what I'm here for yeah that's what the same thing Wilford Brimley said to me every single time I showed up at his trailer with the scripts for uh, and I said can I I'm here to interview you for the Brimley Story podcast podcast about Wilford Brimley. And things interesting to Wilford Brimley enthusiasts. Uh, sorry, that is just a script notes. Uh, 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 so uh, anyway, kick it so, so it's a podcast Push you to sleep, and it's here to take your mind off of it. You don't have to take this show seriously. The structure of the show is a little late, uh, but usually we got five minutes of business up top to play, pay the bills so we can keep the podcast free and the archives free to support everybody that helps out. Uh, Then everybody that worked on the show. Then we have a 12-minute intro, which we're on the tail end of, which some people use to wind down. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people, uh, you know, when they're organizing their lemonade collection or whatever, they they listen. And then we'll have about 40, 45, 50 minutes of story here. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. It's not like you got to be asleep in five minutes. I'll be here the whole time. I'll be giving it my all. And if I've proven anything thus far, it's that uh, yeah, there's something out there's something not right about me, in a good way, in a good way, that I know this much. I can try to make you feel welcome, because I've been there and uh, sleepless. I can send my voice across the deep dark night. I can embrace the silly, strange side of me, and the, the rambling side of me, like uh, that gets distracted and say, why is this suspender wearing man? Uh, taking off his uh, suit and getting in a bathtub of lemonade and I can say well let me just describe it for these listeners here and the reason I do this is like this podcast doesn't work for everybody if you're skeptical uh, give it a few tries Uh, because some some people work for you say well she's he is easing into that bathtub did you just hear him sigh that patented Wilford Brimley sigh his spectacles perched on the edge of his nose. Oh, sorry, I just went into Wilford Brimley's script. Sorry about that. But so I guess my message is I'm glad you're here uh, and uh, make this show for the sleepless that need a little distraction, whether it's from something mental, physical, situational, emotional, whatever it is. I'm glad you're here and i really really hoping I really yearn to help you fall asleep and thanks for coming by. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're physically feeling... ...stuff you're emotionally dealing with... uh, ...inside noises, outside noises, travel... ...change it, whatever is keeping you awake... ...I'd like to take your mind off that... ...and what I'm going to do when I say create a safe place... ...is one, try to make you feel welcome... ...because I'm glad you're here... ...and two, or let's see, how do I explain it... ...I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night... Uh, ...I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones... I'm going to use a point, you know, examples, word filler. There's a lot of filler. Uh, hot, hot air. Oh yeah. Oh boy. If you need some warmth in your bed, it's coming your way. Uh, if a phone, if an iPhone had a hot air setting, like uh, you say, well, she also heat your bed, uh, powered by hot air. Uh, but basically what I'm going to do, like, here's, let's see, let's see, why I do it, what I'm going to do, what I do, and then kind of the structure and stuff like that. Why do I do this? Uh, I had terrible insomnia as a kid, and then now as an adult I've had dealt with it on and off, so I can relate to what it's like lying there. And one thing that always helped me feel less alone, less desperate, And just to relieve some of that angst uh, from tossing and turning was listening to kind of comedy radio and stuff like that. And that's why I make a podcast for grownups with bedtime stories, a little bit silly, a lot strange, uh, to keep you company. And ideally, like there's enough uh, slow talking and circular logic and stuff that you could just fall asleep whenever you want. I'll be here, though, the whole like for an hour at least. Uh, So the structure of the show, first five minutes is how we uh, keep making the podcast, to pay the bills and credits for people to help out on the show. Uh, Then we're in three minutes into like an intro. Usually the intros are around 12 minutes, and they're kind of a show within itself. It should feel familiar and welcoming. Uh, And some people start it before they get in bed. Some people fall asleep to the intros. Uh and it, it's just kind of like a way you say, okay, Scoo- like, I don't know, like, uh, they seem to work. I guess that's why I keep doing them, and one of the things I try to do in the intro is explain what the podcast is, in over 500 episodes, there's never been a moment where i said, oh, boy, that's it, because uh, I, I, I guess, like, to be honest with you, there's a bunch of different reasons, I think, add up to why the podcast works, but there's none... Not one thing that I can point to that I say, well, this is why the podca- this is the podcast to put you to sleep. Also, the fact that it doesn't work for everybody is another thing. So, so we'll do the intro. Then tonight's a uh, Star Wars episode, Star Trek episode. That's right. It's called Star Trek. So Star Trek Next Generation episode. So we're going to talk about uh, an episode of Star Trek. And I like to kind of wrap these intros around uh, Star Trek in some way. In there, in this episode, there's two things that came up, like they weren't quotes. In the past, we've been quoting, uh, but they were words. One, Q says to Riker, he says, the redoubtable uh, Lieutenant Riker or whatever. I, I guess I don't Unfortunately, I don't know Riker's thing. And redoubtable means uh, formidable, especially as an important, like, res- like that it was a term of respect, like, oh, wow, you're. You're you're worthy of my attention, or if we were to debate one another, you would be a redoubtable uh, opponent. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, according to the Oxford uh, Dictionary, uh, late Middle English from the old French, redoubtable, from redoubt, redoubter or redoubter to fear, And then Picard says calls Q at some point a flimflam man, F-L-I-M-F-L-A-M, flimflam man, uh, which is a noun, according to Oxford, and a a nonsensical or insincere talk or a con man. Flimflams perpetuated against us by our elected officials, that's Oxford. Or it can be a verb to swindle someone with a trick uh, they flimflammed out of their land. And what's interesting about this, so one of the things that keeps me up at night, if you're new here, is, uh, like, thinking for me. And all these different aspects of my personality or coping mechanisms or whatever you want to call it, lizard and, and mammalian parts of my mind, at some point they're talking during the day a lot, but I have a lot of other stuff going on to distract me. But when I get into the silence of the bed... Uh, sometimes they, the voices can, like they they grapple my attention a little bit more because there's nothing to compete with them, and they can keep me awake, uh, you know, thinking about the past or the future. And at some point during the podcast, I, I started calling these things brain bots because they kind of feel like, uh, you know, they they don't have an off switch. Unfortunately, they're, they, if they're bots, r- robots, or something, they don't have a sleep mode or an off switch. And you might call them maladjustments or whatever. Their their job is to do this one thing, like uh internal critic for me would be, I have like 4,000 of those. But, you know, in a, a general manner, it's to protect you. And they'll say, well, geez, if you weren't like this, you know, life would be a lot like, uh, you know, It's just it's just a protective instinct. Uh, but by kind of seeing them, oh, wait, like they, they, they're they doing their best job uh, to, to keep you safe. They're just not that great because they're kind of these like, uh, I don't know, like I guess uh, like they only have this one job and maybe they were developed in childhood. I don't want to get into too much of the psychology, but just calling them brain bots kind of diffu- diffuses them. And, like, uh, it says, like instead of looking at them like something we're supposed to grapple with or debate or anything, I kind of see it in my job is like, to entertain them. With this podcast, to entertain whatever it is that's a relatable thing for you that's keeping you up at night. Maybe you don't have brain bots. Maybe you have pain bots. Some listeners tell me that. Like, or maybe you have something else. Or maybe you just have so many snoring pets that it's, like, tough to sleep or whatever. I mean, now, uh, this is the part where I brag because I, I found that these brain bots, I'm redoubtable to the brain bots. I am, is an entertainer. Oh, I guess the other entertain because the other forms of entertainment they do is go to work on you. You know, they don't really get that much entertainment. So I guess I don't have any competition. So maybe I'm not redoubtable because I haven't been like I don't know, but but I think I'm pretty good. Like especially against them, I say, well, just said uh, hear brain bots. I'm going to talk about Star Trek for an hour here coming up, and I'm going to over describe some stuff. I'm going to try to discuss uh, Picard and Riker's relationship, and maybe his father and son. But I'll real we'll do it really slow. Let me just try to use these creaky dulcet tones. And I guess in some sense, I, I am a flim flam man in the nonsensical way. Maybe, like, I, I don't like, I, I want to treat the brain bots with respect and stuff, but maybe there is a little bit of a confidence trick. It, is that if they have the confidence that I'm here to entertain them, if you have the confidence that I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, but you're in, you're under no pressure to listen to me, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep because the show will be like about an hour long. So, I'll be here to keep you company. And I'll be working very hard. So, but in a sense, so that you don't have to, that you can just fall asleep whenever it works for you. And I'll be using as much flim flam as I can. You know, like flim flam man is a very, I mean, I, I, I say, that could be on my birth certificate. say, well, like if, if we've lived in an alt universe where, you know, you were assigned personality. When you're, they'd say, "Well, if in the future he'll be a flim-flam man, not the confident, not the kind, that, not the con man kind though, just the one you know flimflaming around." You know, in, a, in another world, uh, you know, two hundred years ago, I'd have to do this on the corner, you know, on a soapbox, and uh, there'd be other terms for me other than podcaster. Now it's podcaster. It's great. But I use my flim flamming to keep the brain bots entertained, like kind of like if I was moving and, and I was describing my movements instead of, and my language and my attempts to make sense to say, well, there you go. Like he's doing a little flimming now. And then he does the flam. It's not quite a pop and lock. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's his version of a pop and lock, which is, uh, you know, not the same as popping Lock, uh, and and that can maybe not a form of dancing at all. You know, his robot more looks like a statue whose waist kind of moves side to side. So there's this flim. Oh, now he's some doing some flaming, which is just doing a wave motion with his arm, and and then he's going to tell you know then he's going to talk about maybe Q's hair. And once it, geez, was that, uh, you know, was that because he was wearing his Napoleonic hat earlier? Probably you're right. You're right. Uh, and then he will describe, you know, the gold LeMay. Well, and then he will say, well, LeMay, what does LeMay mean? I don't know. Gold LeMay, I hear it all the time. Is that gold paint or is it, uh, I see, when I hear LeMay, I see shine. I see shine. And that's how I'm flamming. So once you've been flimmed, then I'll flam. But, like, you don't have to worry. You just let me entertain your brain bots. Let me do the work. And if, you, if you're if you new here, here's the things you need to know. I'm, I'm here to service you in a kind of weird, passive way. Like, you, you can kind of listen to me. And hopefully I'll keep you company and escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. But you're under no pressure to pay attention. And you're under no expectation or anything that you're going to fall asleep right away, because I want—I'm here to put your mind at ease, to distract you, to kind of maybe, uh, well, entertain your brain butts. Like to bear that it's not really a burden. I—I don't, I don't think they're burdensome. They just want to be entertained by a redoubtable flimflam man. The redoubtable—he puts the flim and flam and the flam and flim. It's dear scooter. And I'm here to try to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but if you're new or you're skeptical, it totally makes sense. Give it a few tries because I've been there. And that's why I make this show because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate your time. And thanks for stopping by, all right?